everyone, welcome to another episode of the Llama Drama Podcast with myself, Dan of BeyondSims.com and Richie Bop from RichieBop.com. Hi, Dan. Hey, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right, thank you. Um, I had a cheeky bit of a surgery the other day um, for, for my elbow, not cosmetic or having a facelift or anything like that. But um, yes, we're recovering. We're doing okay. <laughs> good. Powering through here to podcast, so very, very, <laughs> very dedicated to the cause, as you can tell. Priorities in order. Mm-hmm. Um, and as last time, we've also got co-host Zena um, lying on me at the moment. So if you do hear any puppy noises, chewing or crying because she's teething, um, that is her her contribution to today's episode. Hi, Zena. <laughs> um, I think I think she's crashed actually, so it might be good. We might be fine. Let's see what happens. But no, it's, oh my gosh, it's been such a busy month um, since we last podcasted and so many things have come out of the woodwork and just suddenly been like sprung at us. Did we know about like the things that were coming? I feel like we knew that these things were coming and we just had didn't have them yet. We didn't, no. I don't okay. think. No, we didn't because... um. Our last episode, I believe, was at the end of February, and we first heard about um, this upcoming Sims competitor and at the start of March. There's also another thing I want to add to our list, actually. I'm just uh, typing it into Discord now. Oh, on the fly. Oh, yes. Okay, we've got loads to talk about today, then. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> right, let's get started. We'll start with The Sims 4 as usual yes a new expansion pack has been released as has a massive game update which the expansion pack uh very conveniently um oh my gosh i've lost the word compliments (laughs) yes i find it a little bit confusing when they do that i know it's totally necessary but i find it confusing of what's with the pack and what's the free update free content they're so closely aligned together aren't they because you get like yeah i know like three days with the game update it's like oh no here's the expansion by the way and then suddenly it all just blurs so yeah yeah oh. and i think i i waited i didn't have the time to play the expansion until the you know after they were both in the game and then it was like okay this all feels like just one bundle i i really couldn't tell you what was you know apart from the life state what was separate absolutely um so for those that don't know um i think we mentioned it last time it was coming um, there's been a big base game update which has brought the infant's life stage to The Sims 4, um, which is between the baby stage and the toddler stage. Um, and yeah, it's basically, as I guess, makes babies, well, I think it's basically what babies used to be like in older Sims games with a bit more on top of that. Um, and they've also refined how babies look slightly as well. Because um, I've seen some people comment on how like hideous and old, like and wrinkly they look. And I was like, well, that's how babies mm-hmm. look. <laughs> they all come out looking like Phil Mitchell. <laughs> if you don't know that, that is from a, a UK soap opera called EastEnders. Have, have have a Google and you'll soon you'll soon understand what we mean. They're all. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I think I really like the infants. Um, they're mm. really good. I, I mean, like I've really enjoyed playing that life stage. Um, I find them a, a little bit. Obviously, like it's going into The Sims 4, and it's a secret that I feel that it's very flawed. And um, adding them in, it, it's still a little bit clunky. Like uh, they'll 
sort of put them down on the floor and then pick them up and walk over there and put them back down again and it's you know when we first when I first got my sims to their house they just put it down on the pavement yes inside mine did the same <laughs> and I kept I was something I kept trying to do I think I kept trying to put it to bed and they it was either they just kept putting on the phone were not putting her to bed or they kept taking it out of bed they were doing something that was really frustrating and and I was like you're not meant to be doing this right now <laughs> yeah it's there's there's still very much sims for typical aspects mm-hmm. um but I like that they put that little rug underneath, a little mat underneath them, so it doesn't look like they've just placed them on the hard, cold pavement. Like the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, we put them on the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I really like the different options of where you can put them and the breastfeeding, changing the that nappy. Uh, that is so uh, clever. There's a lot of good depth there and, and things I'm really glad that they've put into the game there. And I think it's obviously... For generational players, I think The Sims 4 really is capitalising a lot on that now. Um, and I think offers a really good, you know, journey from baby through to being an elder now. Obviously, there is, you know, some areas that can always be improved on. But it's definitely, you know, when you compare it to nine years ago when the game launched, um, it's definitely a completely different story what you now get. Mm, yeah. And what do you think about the uh, pre-order items or the early purchase out oh, from um the growing together expansion mm. um oh, yeah sorry i kind of talking about both things. no <laughs> don't worry no so yes growing together had obviously those pre-order items which you can get until later in uh april there's a mod to unlock it as well um just as a heads up <laughs> um and i've not actually explored them yet i'm gonna be honest with you, i've not actually looked at those pre-order items because it has not been like flashed in front of my face um no i think it's just the there's like a toddler slide, yeah, which is fine. Um, just works well, for toddlers. Like a carrier, isn't there? Swings are just for adults, as far as I'm aware, because I that I could only get it to work for adults. Fantastic. Um, and and yeah, the the backpack carrier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I think it's a nice incentive, and I mean, I think that's something we've got used to, particularly in the Sims Three days. I remember like you'd always be oh, okay, get limited edition, and go on the Sims Three store and download your little funny little add-ons for it, and There'd always be something that they keep behind it and then conveniently do a Sims 3 store set that would also be very complimentary at the time. So um, mm. I think it's normal. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I I still feel just with where Sims 4 is content-wise, I, I think they should just be there regardless of whether you've pre-ordered it or not, to be perfectly honest. Um, I've seen a few people, uh, like the Amazon reviews, this Grown Together expansion, pack is not rated very well i think it's got two and a half three stars at best and i've keep looking and people are just saying that they, they can't get hold of their extra items they've tried to contact you anywhere um but they can't get them plus origin not you know being the thing anymore you're on that ea app which has just been so bugged oh my gosh i'm ready to rant about that later on in the show i am fizzing <laughs> about that absolutely fizzing um from the last month of chaos that i've had with that thing and many others have had as well um but no i mean i will be honest i've not had loads of time to play with the expansion and i wish i did um generational play has never been my favorite thing um sims 3 generations definitely kept me captivated but i just feel like we keep re the sims 4 i feel like we all we keep re-exploring the same topics quite a lot we've had parenthood we've had toddler stuff 
and now you know and now we've got um another um you know like a, we've had like a high school one which is all teen focused now we've got another one which is all about you know almost plugging that gap again mm. um and i think it's needed like there's obviously a lot of nice things that's been added into the game um and i think you know it, maybe not so much with the pre-order item issues but a lot of people have received it quite well there's a lot of nice stuff in there the world looks really nice albeit tiny still um it's just where it's always built within those barriers of the sims 4 isn't it and i feel like the sims 4 has those barriers that they've had from the core and they're obviously trying to work with them um you know like you go into the world looks lovely but most of the things aren't functional you can't build there you can't do this it always feels very locked in in that sense i think as it's as it's continued to evolve and they've built on obviously well it's 10 years on and you know and we know the sims 4 at its core has always been a bit flawed because it was originally going to be this online thing yeah but no i mean have you been able to play with it anymore or yeah i mean i, I tried to sort of tell a, a family story but it definitely needed more time than i had um i managed i, I don't know if the nanny thing is new and uh, i think there's been a nanny in the game for quite a while well she kind of made herself known to me and I've, she was like oh. really old she was excessively flirting with the husband but then I realised it wasn't actually her husband and then it all like chaos ensued uh, but yeah she she was quite um, good like in terms of uh, I mean she did nothing for the child but she cooked which was helpful oh. <laughs> Yeah. so I'm looking here so nannies were not originally in the Sims 4 at launch of course but they were added in 2016. Okay, because I, I remember having one previously, but this just felt different. But maybe it was just because I had the infant. So yeah, maybe they've built on it, perhaps. Because really? it would be it would it would make sense at this time mm. to add more to it. Yeah. Or to make it more prominent, especially if it's encouraging you to play with infants, toddlers, and all of this, and as part of your gameplay. Obviously, you know they become quite helpful to be able to actually do anything with your other Sims. Yeah. Yeah, no, but it was it was definitely encouraged me to tell a story, and there was lots of um, like intricate details. More behind the, I mean, there's definitely visuals, but there's a lot more going on behind the scenes of like text pop-ups and this this has now affected this baby or this this like infant prefers this over this, which actually works really well with a a, a little character that isn't grown yet and and you are learning about it so it 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 feels more natural than in an a, an adult sim that's like suddenly telling you that oh i'm playing guitar i really like guitar you know <laughs> <laughs> do i really like guitar <laughs> even that's not how it works <laughs> but no I, I definitely need to play with it more and i'm definitely going to make sure I, I have the time out to do that um you know what i i, I struggle with a lot of games now in general with just my attention span. I don't know what it is. Mm. I, I blame I blame the TikTok life and all of this stuff, but I just struggle. I think because, and I've, I've probably said this a billion times over the five years we've done this podcast, um, where cause the, I think The Sims 4 relies on you to tell, it's a lot around telling your story and there's not many mechanisms in place for just random chaos to happen. Like, you play Sims 1, everything's burning down, everything's on fire, you're being robbed, if someone's died in the pool, it's all, everything's just going as chaotic as possible. Whereas, 
and you had no control over it. Whereas Sims 4 is, you're so in control. Mm. I thought you need to have an idea. Which actually, I, I usually play the scenarios quite a lot now because they give me objectives to go towards and to explore things I've not tried before as well. Um, so maybe I might do that for um, maybe if I can even family or something. Yeah, that's definitely something I miss. It's just the chaos. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> um, so yeah, but we, you know, it, it seems okay. I I need to look at doing an actual review, but um, yeah, I haven't just got around to that yet, just because it's not my most passionate uh topic. But um, you know, it's at least from what I'm seeing, it's not the weakest one. I still feel that um, what was it? Was it Island Living? Um, whatever it was called. I quite like that. Snowy Escape was the one that pushed me over the edge. Oh yeah, that one was nerf, wasn't it? Um. Yeah, it's not like one of those. Um, it definitely has a lot of gameplay enhancements, which is obviously what they're meant to do. But I just feel some of it isn't as in your face as maybe it always needs to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, I wonder what we'll. I wonder what we'll get next. We don't know, do we? I don't know. I imagine there'll be another. There has to be another expansion by the end of the year. But I'm. I'm sure there's going to be like a game pack on the way next, or there, there has kits. to be you know something like that. Oh gosh, yeah, more kits. Sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh gosh um so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens but i mean i guess so i feel like this is a, a nice natural progression we're also talking about the chaos of the ea app with this um and people having issues with that can i please take a moment to just rant about this piece of rubbish that they have released to us because this ea app has replaced origin on pc um if you're on a mac user you can still use origin and for the first time ever that's actually fantastic news uh, <laughs> the sims 3 has been unplayable on the ea app for a month it has only just started working for me i removed the ea app i installed origin it made me it no matter what i did to try and bypass it it made me redownload the ea app and suddenly sims 3 started working again so either they fixed it or it was a one-off fluke but it would not launch. People in the forums are moaning about it, and EA Help says to tweet them on their um on the EA support site. No response at all. No horrendous. But um, yeah, people have been completely locked out from playing The Sims 3 just because the EA app would not launch it wow. <laughs> on PC. And Mac has always been known for being an awful experience for The Sims 3 because of how they ported it in the day. And now actually, it's not awful because they made it 64-bit. But um. Is still glitchy. The only way I could play it was on my Mac, which is the whole irony of it all. Um, but yeah, it's awful. And I keep having issues where the EA app doesn't always acknowledge that I've got things installed. So sometimes it doesn't think I've got Sims 4 there. So it doesn't update. Um, my, I was playing an old legacy game. I was playing Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, as you do. The EA app got rid of my save game. <laughs> so I've lost hours oh. of gameplay. Um, oh, that's terrible. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just, it's, I just don't understand how something so broken um, has been allowed to be released. I'm, I'm sure it's because yeah, want it out, but it's so awful. You could say that about most yeah things, couldn't you? I don't understand how something so broken like, could have been allowed to be it, released. I mean, it looks sleek. It lo- it's smoother than Origin. It's so much better in many ways, but also it's a piece of crap. It is a polished turd, is what it is. Um, and it looks lovely, but actually it's just, yeah, yeah I just don't understand. It's just so, I just really hope they can re- resolve a lot of things. Because, hey, if you've got your legacy games, 
they should be working regardless of if they're updating that platform or not because you still own them and you know mm-hmm. and, and you know i get eventually maybe your os may not support them whatever but come on it, you know especially when you're still selling them <laughs> yeah oh amazing. so yeah and i've seen a lot of <laughs> people uh, a little bit i've seen so many people on twitter um posting the same experience where they've been trying to go back to origin to get their like sims 4 to work or sims 3 to work and there's been bypasses but they didn't work for me um and it's just been a nightmare it's just because the way yeah. it forces you onto this and it doesn't then allow you to launch your game which you won't yeah, uh, like if you think i'm cracking out all my discs you've got something else coming because <laughs> <laughs> that is not happening oh my word so no um that, that is my rant about the ea app i hope you all enjoyed it <laughs> come back next time for another rant uh, on to something more positive oh now gosh, yes it's been very exciting tide turning moment of a new announcement for a new game not by year but by people who used to work there yes oh my gosh um so obviously we spoke in the past about Paralives being um, a competitor to The Sims, but now we've officially got the Cities of Skylines treatment for what that was to SimCity from Paradox, who made um, City Skylines. They've had a studio which has been headed by Rod Humble, who was head of the Sims studio back in The Sims 2 days um, and in the early Sims 3 days. Um, and in The Sims 2, he was actually a character that brought you a computer with The Sims 3. Um and he's been heading up a studio there for a couple of years. Um, he also worked on Second Life, so a lot of experience in the simulation sector. And they've just announced Life by You, which is a huge open world life simulation game. Yes, it feels like they've listened to every every complaint that any Sims 4 player has ever had and made that into a game. Yeah, it does feel like that. I, I mean... This is where it's interesting because I feel like they're promising a lot of features. Like this is going to be a game that will require a reasonably decent computer. Um, and it's going to be simulating everything from like every single person is simulated. You can switch between characters instantly. You can see people at work. Everything is going on. The whole world is open. There's no rabbit holes, which is really awesome. There's, you know, you can recolor everything. You can do, you can build things however you want. And from the get-go they've made it so it's super moddable um but i feel like we've said in the past how like compared to sim city city skyline has always looked a bit rough around the edges and i get this game isn't done yet but i feel like it still has that that is still a, a, a bit there where it, it, you can tell it hasn't got that same level of polish but it's also trying to do a lot at the same time um but feature-wise, it sounds phenomenal what they're trying to do, and it looked so good. And I think me and you immediately pressed the pre-order button. <laughs> yeah, I think I think if you watch the trailer, I think you might be left a little bit empty. But if you watch the announcement, yeah. like the launch event that they did, um, it's very exciting. It's... And they're so transparent about what they're creating, that it's early access, that it will grow based on players playing it yeah uh working in a similar way to dreamlight valley where you're paying to get that early access really absent to help shape the game but um eventually it will i think it's is it going to go up in price it's time i think it said yeah this one will go up it's not going to be free yeah it will go up in price and um yeah so they're planning to release it on early access in september 
and then they expect it to be in early access for at least one year. So at that point, it will obviously be very early, not complete. Um, I know in their FAQs, they've said, for example, like right now, they've got all like, a lot of the core features there and they think it's a really cool experience. But then things like children are stuff that they still need to like work on. So if you were like a generational player, you may enter early access being quite disappointed. But if you're looking to build, you may be absolutely, you know, your mind may be blown by it. So um, I think that's where I hope people approach it cautiously and in the early access bit and realize hey it's not done yet it's going to take time and one interesting thing i've seen a lot of is how everyone's like it's it seems to be where maybe because the sims have never had a competitor uh, people are like oh my god this is going to kill the sims or oh my gosh it's awful because look at them and i'm like no each game is going to have its own things it's really good at if you're looking for an open world really moddable really feature broad game I think this is has the potential to potentially be it for you and will light a fire underneath the sims team for the sims 5 um and then as well if you're maybe more of like at the moment a generational player the sims 4 may be more for you or paralives may have something for you i think each one's going to bring its own unique things and all these can exist in harmony and drive competition in each other and this is why and this is what the sims needs right now and this is what ea needs they need to kind of have someone who has had that experience working on the sims knocking them a little bit and you know light that fire it just make you think about the what's gone on behind the scenes and how things maybe have fallen apart a little bit the fact that these people that used to work there are branching out to make a competitor and obviously they'd be the like obvious choice to do it because they have that experience well, they've but, done it with City Skylines, haven't they? And that's what I think that worked very well, particularly because of obviously SimCity had that whole negative press around its launch, so it was beyond saving. And then it came along two years later at a time where people really wanted something like that. So they've had the, you know, it definitely has always made sense that they would do that. Yeah, um, this this is definitely a more spicy game for higher end pcs and i think that's great because you know a lot of people i don't think we should be as much as i think the sims 4 is sort of watered down with inclusion of and i don't mean that in terms of like inclusion of different people but i just mean in terms of make trying to make sure everyone can play it everyone who has yeah which is which is lovely and we do need that but it doesn't mean that every game needs that so people who do have that uh you know who do have the capability would want a better experience Mm. and because they've you know they've invested in their machine and so it's nice that they can get that from a simulation game oh this is exactly it isn't it it's nice that they're pushing they're not just going okay we need to make this work within these specs it's actually we're making this thing you need these specs for that to work thank you yeah um and it's just feels like it's it's just so honestly presented in the fact that you know this is what it is you can do whatever you want with it um and it it, tailor it how how you want to play and what you see is what we have so far and i like that because it's like Everything they played was like, this is actual game footage. It wasn't like... Yeah, it, it was, yeah, come on in. I, it's definitely built on the foundations they put in place with Sims 3 and that vision. Because I felt, um, you know, Rod Humble as a person at the time was very focused on realism. He was very focused on 
I know it says quests in it. I know he enjoyed that at the time, I believe, because um, that was something I didn't like that was making its way into The Sims, with, like world adventures and stuff. Um, and, you know, he's obviously pioneered a lot of life simulation things. So he's coming in and really... We're just really trying to push all these really cool ideas into this nice little shiny package of simulationness. Yeah, very excited to get um, hands on it. Yeah, and there's cars, there's skateboards to get around the world. You can switch people, you can edit it's real conversations in game and you can edit there's like a story editor, so you can edit the conversations that they're going through and playing through. There's object editors, I this it's just there's just been so many things thought through here with it all. Um, so it's going to just be a very moddable, alive game, I think. Um, and I hope as time goes on, they'll be able to polish it up, um, to the level expected by the time it leaves early access. Um, and then I'm sure Paradox, like they have for City Skylines, will then do all their little small DLC packs. They seem to be more fond of little, they do expansions, but in, in I think, in very interesting ways maybe compared to EA so that'll be an interesting one um because they're definitely not saints as a company when it comes to DLC um but I mean I think it sounds it's nice to have excitement around that you I mean you can edit the entire world building looks cool it just looks yeah it just looks like everything that has been built on since that started with The Sims 3 really and you know on steroids and there is, uh, speaking of City Skylines, there's a, a new edition of that coming, isn't there? Yeah, City Skylines 2 is coming out later this year. Um, and I think, you know, obviously now that they've had that initial one, this one's meant to be the most advanced city builder ever. I'm sure they've got a much bigger budget and it's going to be a lot more refined this time around. So I'm very excited to see it because Skylines, I mean, I love SimCity 2013. Obviously, I know it had its whole negative press. It shouldn't have been online only late. But it's still a very good game. It's caught and very polished. Um, whereas Skylines always felt very rough around the edges, which always made it more difficult for me to get stuck into it. So I think this might be the time to, I might finally get into it because I, I need a new city builder. Have you tried it on VR? I haven't. <laughs> Have you? Yes. It's, How is it? It's it's really good, but it's difficult because it's like a new experience, but it's it's good. Yeah. <laughs> it's... It, I hope they do the, I'm sure they will, do the next one on VR as well. They seem to be very experimental, don't they? And I think, um, I know they built the original City Skylines on Unity, which I think has allowed them to port it to things quite easily with stuff like that. Um, and I know as well, um, I think Life by You has also been built on the same one as well. Right. Imagine if they put that in VR. Oh my gosh. Just drop yourself in there. Just around. look out the window. <laughs> That's all you need to do if you want that, right? Is this that? Um, I know it's not a city builder or anything, but kind of a similar vein. There's Park Beyond's coming out. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Um, because that's like a planet coaster. Yeah. And you know, roller coaster tycoon. Um, I saw that. That looks quite interesting. That's meant to be like pushing the boundaries again. Yeah. Um, so exciting this year. You know what? I'm so glad now, on ten years on, over ten years on, that I chose Beyond Sims because I feel like we're definitely entering this era now of where it is beyond just the Sims. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I think um, it's going to be very interesting, and I think there's just a lot of excitement. There's a lot of um, also other innovation in all these different spaces, and I just really hope you know 
obviously Sims 5, they're working on that. It's a few years out. I think Life by You will definitely light a fire there and get them to work, you know, focus on what's important because they need to seriously do that if they're going to um, maintain a lot of the loyalty. But they will exist side by side. I hope City Skylines 2 shows EA, hey, there is a market for another Sim City. Let's do this. Mm. It's been over 10 years now um, since 2013 released. It was March 2013. Um, so, you know, that's been and gone, um, which is crazy. It's that old. Um, you know, ho I'm hoping it will just kind of spark a lot of those. And I I wouldn't be surprised in the future if someone like um, uh, Frontier or two point studios did a an attempt at a live sim yeah uh, even if they did it in their own way like that would be really i love to they do it in their own way but you know like uh, in a, a sort of simple style graphics yeah uh, it would be so good yeah so i think there's a lot of things in that space at the moment there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of interest in that and obviously someone's trying to come in to 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 do that but it definitely feels life by you is here to shake it up and answer a lot of things people want and it'll be interesting to see where that goes i'm very excited i think we're going to be covering a lot on this podcast going forward um because we're just i think we're both very you know the most excited i've felt about something new for a while obviously very excited about the sims 5 but it's been very limited what we've seen so far um so that'll be yeah i'm intrigued to see how um ea shift gear it was quite a, a good timeline with life by you because it's kind of follows the old things where it's like it, the announcement took you by surprise. It was like, wait, what's this? And then they're like, we're announcing this thing. And you're like, oh, okay. And then they're like, right, pre-order comes out in September. And it's like almost the perfect amount of time that you're like, oh, God, it can't come soon enough. Um, yeah, but it building a good bit of excitement for it. Yeah. Um, and you've got a lot of former people from who've worked on the sims and then they've got the older uh, uh, oh i think it was the community manager or like one of the marketing people and um, king who was king um he was on isle of paradise yeah. uh well uh, yeah i remember interviewing him with ryan at the gamescom one of the gamescom things for for some for one of the expansions oh my gosh see it's uh it's great they've got all sorts of people who've had experience in that space and it definitely i feel like Life by You, I think I described it on Twitter as it looks like The Sims 3 and Second Life have had a baby because there's a lot of Second Life elements in that. Like when they were shopping and like that kind of like third person view you can go into as well, it looked very much like that. I love Second Life. I haven't played it for so long, but I've been debating downloading it again. <laughs> we were like, like standing in the model, as, uh, like in the window as a model, earning like $3 a day. Oh my God, what? So you, uh, you, <laughs> you could like as a way of earning money you could like click on the little slots in windows and it would pay you like three dollars to stand there for so long or something oh like that we should play second life sometime because i think it'll be hilarious to see what it's like now um because i used to struggle with it years ago because obviously the way it was built it's all custom content it would be quite laggy on because obviously the internet used to be quite slow whereas i feel like now it should be a lot better, I'd like to think. Anyway. And they've got like and they've got like their own version of like Disney I've been used to go to like Disneyland in Second Life and then have like their own version of the rides and roller coasters. It was crazy. I just used to use it to make money. <laughs> <laughs> I used to translate people's dreams in the chat. I'm like, because it's so cool that you could send currency and stuff. 
Oh my gosh, see, you always have ways to make money, I feel, or like monetize things. And I'm just there running around pretending to like be in a theme park or like, <laughs> I don't know, dress it, making my character look as freaky as possible to run around and freak people out. Like, it's... oh my gosh, again, no, we need to give that a go. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> are we... Yes, oh my gosh, content idea. Here we go. We'll, we'll, we'll report back. We will report back. Um, <laughs> So, how's the world of mobile going? Um, it seems like since mobile's still been a bit shaky. Yeah, that's one word for it. it <laughs> they, uh, they are, well, dealing with things. Uh, it's really hard to... <laughs> They're having difficulties with. right now. Yeah. I mean, they, they've really struggled with the where's the network issue. There was many updates, issues about compensation, how they're going to like compensate the players that have been affected because it's like obviously you know some people would log on buy a festival pass and then they can't get in the game and and initially they were saying no you won't get any grand prizes we'll leave those because you might want to play it again and they're like people like no absolutely not (laughs) because like you know it's almost the earlier things that you'd want to play again for not the thing at the end that you were actually buying to get there yeah so um but i think now they have actually issued out uh, I, I presume it's fixed but on the bug fix list it says one of the things is invisible torso will now be visible well mine's still invisible so <laughs> i don't know about that <laughs> i just find it so wild how that people have been locked out of their game for all this and there's just so many updates and a lot of the updates i've been seeing have been going via the sim gurus tweet like twitter's and stuff yeah. rather than like the official account or like the official ea channels or you know like and i'm just very in like i'm only seeing it because things have been retweeted through there yeah and and how many times we have to say to them not everybody has twitter like it it's really distressing and it's confusing for me to keep up and you know i'm going to be in the loop and mm-hmm. how like players know about this stuff like this tweet about the compensation and saying like you know you'll get all these items and um how will you know you've got these items well they'll be in your inventory they'll start pop up um mm-hmm. so you're not going to know you have it essentially like do you know if you were logged as affected were you actually affected there's no way for you know they're not like messaging everybody in the game saying hey we had this big issue we're really sorry if you were affected check your inventory we've given you these things as a blanket statement it's just like it's trying to pick up on who was connected and like affected and give them those items it's all just very messy um and you know it's great that people have been um rewarded compensated but how say you know because i've not been following it very closely and obviously i just see the updates occasionally when i'm you know doing a bit of like social listening and what's cracking in the world of the sims i'm just like oh my gosh as if this is still happening um and it just it's just a total mess i think it's like at the end of every these year these last years of bad gaming in the sims mobile and how things have been handled to have this on top of that mm-hmm. is really shown how undervalued the players are um yeah. and i know that you know it's not uh, it's definitely not 
like a single Simgurus fault or whatever, but I no. think we, we, you know, we can be allowed to talk about it freely that it's it, it's I, great. I have no, no doubt that the team themselves do everything they can in their power to try and fix it. I just truly believe no one knows how to fix it and it's just at its core, it's just broken. And the more they lay on top of it, the more it breaks. Every update is just going to get worse. I can't see an end to it, except like you maybe just, well, maybe you just launch it and you get a where's the network error. (laughs) (laughs) That's the game. (laughs) Yeah, that is the game. See if you can get past it. See if you can get a year help to help you. That's the game. (laughs) Oh my gosh, no. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's... It's a shame. It is. It, it is a shame. But hopefully, I mean, I always see things. Okay, more players are getting in and things and this and that. And it sounds like there's movement or compensation. So at least, at least that's good things. But I'm sure there'll be something else in the future where something else happens and it takes forever. Okay. I mean, would you an update soon? Like I'm looking on my blog and I've got the next couple of things. We've got uh, one pulse on the third of April, or one pulse on the seventeenth, and a sweet treat show down on the 10th so that's it um and then that will be ready for the next bunch of stuff so we'll see what happens with that okay oh gosh let's see yeah this... but given that they've spent the last so many months trying to fix this i can't imagine it being that meaty no. <laughs> I think their attention's been elsewhere um, from the sounds of it, and obviously rightly so. But, yeah, it is. I don't know. It, it. I just feel... I think my problem is Sims Mobile, I loved it when it came out. I still love, like, have a lot of care for the game, but not much makes you want to go to it because, to me, it just feels like it's stalled in terms of significant changes to it. Like, nothing significantly changed at all. Right. It's just time. It's... Okay, there's a new event, there's a new treasure hunt. Okay, great, but to me that's not... It's just stuff, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's just... Okay, that's not actually changing my experience of the game here. Um, whereas I feel like it seems free play. Yeah, cool, it brings like a new quest, but that's taking you through some new features or a new world or a new characters, you know, where you, and you, you feel a bit more invested in those, perhaps. Mm. Yeah, but I mean, because like free play will have a, a new sort of um, mechanic to it. At least once a year. Yeah. So, like, yeah, mobile's just, it's just at a state where they could do that, I don't think. Oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Freeplay's still finishing up on their Memphis update, so we've got a few more things Lovely. coming out with that. Do you say Memphis? Yeah. I've got walking to Memphis in my head now. Okay. <laughs> The shared version. The shared version. The shared version. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've got Influence Island, School's Out, Live Event, and Chocolate Egg Chase. So those were last two are reruns, but um, a new Influence Island. Okay. As I see, it always feels much more pleasant on that side of things. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a well-oiled machine, I think, over at Freeplay. Like, yeah, they, they, they know what they're doing. Yeah, whereas, like, um, at the... Reliant Robin of The Sims hobbling over as uh, <laughs> a Sims mobile. Oh, poor little thing. 
but uh, hopefully that means then if both the commission and we should hope to have some more juicier things to share around those spaces next month um yeah in the world of mobile sounds like it that that would be a good a good time for all of that yeah i mean yeah i mean we might know what's coming to the sims 4 for the year they might do like a a roadmap because we're sort of getting to the you know new summer of sims yeah i know that my was it my cousin was saying because she's um very much gen z um and on tiktok she was saying literally every other ad on her feed was sims to where she had to block it because it was getting that like <laughs> like persistent on there yeah they do so much promo don't they yeah i feel like it's never been like bigger in terms of where it's showing up and where i'm seeing like the amount of like memes and like viral videos i'm seeing featuring the sims or people playing the sims is unreal so it's quite interesting. I find it very interesting how it's almost like re-entered popular culture at the moment. Yeah, and but like pop pop culture is very different, and then the world's changing, and it's it's really difficult seeing a game like change with it that you liked the way it was. Like, <laughs> um, that's yeah. So I, I really hope like these other games will appeal. At least one of them, please, like appeal to us oldies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think um, I think life by you will be a good a good reset, and it's just, we'll, we'll, yeah, I'm relying on that to just generate a lot more excitement and a lot more yeah, just just competition, just friendly competition between them. Like, oh, you've got that feature, great. Well, I've got this feature, and you know they're all going to have their unique things, and we're going to play them all. It's going to be all lovely. Yeah. And if Fair one is, and if one is nerfed and doesn't keep up with it, then. Well, it's like Battlefield and Call of Duty. They have to keep, you know, I know Battlefield's had a few rough launches, but, like, they need to try and keep up with each other. Mm. It's kind of like mobile and free play, really. Mm. Like, I've, you know, some people are diehard free play and hate mobile, and some people the other way around, or they were. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Intriguing. Um, I think that brings us to the end of our Sims newsreel. Um, I wish to do a very personal promotion on here. Um, <laughs> what's the point of doing a podcast if you can't plug things? I think you're like, what is he about to do? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't on the list. Um, <laughs> BeyondSims.com has had a refresh. It looks stunning. Um, so please do have a look and let me know what you think. I've refreshed it for 2023 after, I think we've had, I've had the same design now. For, it must have been about a good five years or so which is rare for me as well. Um, so I used to change it like every two months, I swear. Um, but yeah, got, got a new design, looks much more modern, a lot more cleaner. Hopefully you enjoy it. Well done. I think it looks great. Oh, thank you. Um, if it didn't look nice, I would have blamed you for telling me it looked nice. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, But no, I, I'm, I'm quite pleased with it. We've got a new podcast page on there as well. I think the podcast page looks a lot better than it used to for the, for the Lama Drama podcast. Um, and I'm also going <laughs> to bring some elements of AI to it as well. So watch this space. Oh, I want to do that too. I think if I just get sidetracked talking to Jack GPT, I'm like, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we do something now? Nah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to do, I'm trying to do that because I think, I think it'd be quite a cool way of, uh, I'm just trying to find ways to bring content and things into the site and, yeah, I've got I've got some interesting ideas. I'll be interested to see what because I've got some 
that I've got lined up. So it'll be interesting seeing. I think everyone's going to start doing it, at least. But it'd be yeah. interesting to see what comes out of that. Well, yeah, books. I mean, I'm not the biggest AI fan, but I say that as I'm there, like, I'm going to use <laughs> but I, there's some that I've been, I've been practicing on like a little test space and some of it's not quite where it needs to be yet so it's very much work in progress because <laughs> some of it doesn't work it, it, some of it's come through really well I'm like oh my gosh that's so good then some of it I'm there like okay that is absolutely like it, it, it misinterprets something <laughs> how severely. could you word that <laughs> yeah it, it really misinterprets something and it starts talking about I don't know I, don't, I think one since thing I, I was practicing it on it was it picked up a word as that i've given like medical advice and i was like no that's not what, that's not what we're asking for here <laughs> um so see so, i think it was yeah i think it was around like um medical wearables and things like that and it was just like, writing loads of paragraphs around what they are and i was like okay great but that's not that's not what we're after right now <laughs> thanks but thanks for trying yeah take a break <laughs> um but no please do check it out it looks yeah well done i love it thank you what have you been watching this month oh and happy april by the way oh yes it's well as of recording this is april fool isn't it so oh my gosh we didn't have a i really miss when i used to put up so much effort into april fool's day jokes for um beyond sims because i would plan it from like january and i would be working away in the background um and then i think i took it too far (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and maybe people are a bit annoyed and have not really done it since then. No, uh, I haven't done them for ages, but they were a lot of fun. Oh, they were. Oh my gosh, I remember. Those were the days. Um, maybe next year. Um, but um, no, well, what have I been watching? You know, um, I have mostly been watching new episodes of Family Guy, which I know isn't very exciting, but um, they've actually gone from where I feel like the really old episodes obviously of their time but what you know normally were quite funny um went through a lull and now some of the new episodes actually have some really really funny episodes that won't like laugh out loud so um so yeah i've basically been watching that as well as a little bit of a side of law and order <laughs> i've really got into i've got so addicted to law and order um so so yeah that's, that's the main thing that i've been floating between recently um but i really want to go to the cinema and watch the new scream film Oh, yeah. So I've been that... a lot of good things. Is it just at the cinema? I think it is at the moment, yes. It's, um, yeah, Scream 6. And, I mean, the cinema's literally across the road from me. I just haven't gone yet because it's still very much where I'm like, do I leave, do I leave my puppy for, like, I can get away with, like, three to four hours, but it's very hit and miss as to whether she'll cry or not. It's still a bit unpredictable. The last time they put it on Paramount Plus, didn't they? Oh, did they? Mm. Okay. I'll have a look to see what they're doing there because... I don't know. I I quite I quite enjoyed it in the cinema last time because I was a bit like, oh my gosh, what's happening? But um, I've had very good things. A lot of people were saying it's one of their favourite ones because um, a lot of people were, like ranking them on my on my Twitter feed. Um, and it's kind of up there. With apparently, like obviously, like Scream, then Scream Two, then Scream Six seems to be coming in as their next one. Mm, I quite like the last one. I really enjoyed that one as well. Better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I loved it. Um. I mean, I went with a big group last time to see that and only one person came up and go, what on earth was that? That was awful. The rest of us were like, are you okay? That was phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think it really does depend. But, um, yeah, I enjoyed it. But uh, that's, that's, that's uh, mostly where it is. And, uh, I mean, I did rewatch Bridget Jones's Diary last night and that brought me a lot of joy. 
Okay. <laughs> I've been eating comfort things while I've been recovering, Rachel. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, wild earth, and you watch that. Then <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a good movie. Mm. It's just the again, again part that bothers me. Again. <laughs> I you, we know I enjoy a rewatch. I have my comfort shows. I rewatch my th- you know I rewatch my Jurassic Park. I rewatch my Bridget Jones. I rewatch my Beauty and the Beast, and I'm happy. Wow. Okay. How about um yourself? Then um, we've actually watched two very good movies. We've found it very difficult to find ones that uh, are any good. Recently, I think with having a little one, we've become extremely picky on what we spend our time watching. Mm-hmm, that's fair. If anything, and but we've watched two recently, and they've been very good. One was on Apple TV, which was called Sharper. She's got Julianne Moore, Sebastian Stan. And, okay, I like, I like Julianne Moore. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's his name? Thingy Lithgow. Is it John? I, I, don't, I don't remember his name, but real um, famous actor. <laughs> Lots of good people in it. Really good story, twists, everything. It's like one of those where you're just guessing the whole way. Oh, okay. I so that. I really love that. The trailer looks pretty bad. I thought, oh, I don't know. Um, maybe. And then it just like was great. And the other one we watched was called One Way. That was on Now TV. And it's Machine Gun Kelly and Kevin Bacon. Ooh. And that was great. I think... That well, Kevin Bacon's always in great movies because Machine Gun Kelly's a really good actor. Um, I can't comment on singing, but he's he's always in great movies. Okay. So uh, yeah, those were very good. Not baby safe at all. Not even child safe. Not you know, protect your ears, protect your eyes. The but the great movies. Okay, no, sounds good. I need to try and make more time to watch movies and things because a lot all I seem to do most evenings at the moment is my friend messaged me going hey Dan should we play Fortnite and, <laughs> and then like three hours later you're like oh I guess it's time to go to bed <laughs> goodness yeah we live very different lives yeah, right. <laughs> it seems it. Now, now that Xena's a lot more um, uh, you know she can control her bladder a lot more um, it's a lot easier to be able to just kind of uh, you don't have to keep your eyes glued on her constantly I say that as she's ate a plant today, but well, that's that's an exception. <laughs> oh gosh, honestly, the chaos of it. I don't know. I, I can only imagine the how stressful it is being a mother of an actual human because it's it's terrifying being a mother of a <laughs> of a puppy. And uh, hearing you talk about your doggy adventures, I'm just like, he has no idea. <laughs> You have no idea the pen. <laughs> Honestly, at least you like could like sign language with your child and things like that. I mean, this thing just cries. Whether she, oh, Fasina. Oh, I mean, it sounds like she's like a miserable time. She's very happy. I promise you. She's having a lovely time. Um, but yeah, it's um very different. Also, <laughs> I have to add this in here because I feel like you're going to be gobsmacked at this as a Apple fan. I think, and I don't say it. I think <laughs> I am potentially on the verge. Down. Oh, how could you? Getting a non-Apple phone. Why? Because nothing works anymore. What do you mean? iOS. My experience, at least since I've had my iPhone 13 Pro, 
everything is just winding me up on it. I open my camera, it keeps flashing black and doesn't let me take photos and keeps restarting itself. The HomePod is so stupid because Siri's so awful um, and never works. So I need to get rid of that. I need to switch it back to an Alexa. Um, everything is just not working together the way it should half the time. Um, and there's just so many like minor things that are winding me up. I've stopped wearing my Apple Watch as well now. Um, so I'm feeling less connected to my phone um because i got very annoyed with my wrist constantly buzzing and all of this and but no that's why i got rid of mine ages ago because i was like it's too much yeah i mean it's it's tiny to have but i've gone to like a casio over the last two months and suddenly i'm like oh my gosh i feel free like you leave your phone in the other room and you're not getting the urge to like i was there for a while tapping my casio that like in autopilot yeah (laughs) yeah or feeling like vibrations down my wrist like phantom ones that weren't there so i was like it's like when you go to tap the desk and your phone's not there <laughs> yeah well this is it i do that i just, I, I just do that sometimes so if all these things but no it's just been so many minor things i've been like this is getting really annoying now um where i've been on the verge of looking at something like a google pixel wow. i know i know things really that bad <laughs> i'm getting yeah i'm getting very I'm on the I'm on the verge of it. I am on the verge, but I'm also slightly terrified. I need to get out of Apple's garden a bit more first, I think, before I can do that. But um, cause they they're very clever at tying you in with all their iClouds and all of this stuff. So um, we'll see. I watch the space. Um, I'm hoping that I'm I'm going to try resetting my entire phone first and and m- maybe getting rid of my HomePod and hoping that might maybe bring me down a bit more into um calmness and zen. <laughs> yeah, try and disconnect more. Yeah, we'll, we'll try that first yeah. before. I, I don't like my iPhone. Like, have you tried using it less? Honestly, <laughs> no, just when I'm trying to use it, and it's just doing silly things. I mean, last night I was trying to play music out my phone, and it was determined that I had to airplay to my TV of all things. I was like, I'm literally telling you iPhone, and it's insisted, and it just wouldn't change. And I just got very just really small things like that that have been frustrating me. When it's meant to be all harmonious and you buy all these devices to be harmonious and they're not being harmonious. Yeah, but I I don't, I mean, we've recently got Apple TV, but I tend to have like Alexas and Google Hubs and like I have nothing that matches. So I don't really have like the flow. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I need to do. Because even if I just say like, hey, Siri, for example, the um, if your phone is lit up, it will assume that's what you're speaking to rather than your HomePod and things and... And, you know, small things like, say to Alexa, for example, hey, what's the, is it raining outside? She's going to tell you when it's raining, when it's not. The iPhone just goes, literally, so is it going to rain later? And she goes, it's not raining outside right now. And it doesn't tell you anything useful or it just doesn't work or it comes up in the wrong place. Or it goes, I've sent that to your iPhone. And it's like, well, that's not what I'm asking you for. I'm currently here, like, stuffing a turkey or something. I don't know, like, asking you a cooking question. <laughs> It's like, I can't do this right now. I don't know why stuffing a turkey came to my mind. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> First world problems. Oh, honey, that's been in my system for a while. <laughs> no one understands. Oh, dear. Well, oh, I think we've uh, come to the end. <laughs> we have. We have. Um, lots to be excited about. I'm really excited now every month because we've got Project Rene, Sims 5, bringing us new things. Hopefully Sims 4 roadmaps. Hopefully loads of Life by You things. Um, 
And obviously the world of mobile will be interesting to see how that continues to evolve. So I think there's a lot of fun things coming this year now. Mm, Absolutely. Who knows where we'll be by by the time Life by You releases, September. At least we now know there's something coming out that's going to be really exciting for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it's like, will The Sims Mobile still be around? Will Free Play have added or like collaborated with someone because they're always doing that? Will we have a new expansion on the horizon for The Sims 4 again? The only way you're going to find out is by coming back soon. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't already on your favourite podcast app and leave us a review. Oosh. And we'll see you next time. See you later.